Hello and welcome to Drink Discussion. My name's Kieran. And my name's Jason. Jason, how long have you been awake? Uh, about 25 minutes now. 25 minutes. What is the current time? Um, 3.13. 3.13. Yeah. Now, is this because you are a parent and you don't get much sleep? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, and you take any opportunity you can? Uh, 100%. Take every opportunity I can to have a nap. And it was a full family nap today. Even the cat was sleeping. Wow. Yep. Hopefully you didn't miss any important calls or mail or... No, uh, I didn't. No? no? No, I checked. But I don't <laughs> want any important calls coming through whilst I'm napping. You can get stuck. And, and honestly, if you're calling someone at like 2 o'clock on a Friday... Like, it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> like, that's, a mon- that's Monday's problem at this point. And it's got to be urgent to get through to me. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going to answer. Someone has to have died or at least gotten seriously injured. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know what I have been doing lately? Dying or getting seriously injured? No, but talking about seriously, we've been cleaning out a little bit at home. Well, uh, I do follow your wife's Instagram and most of the content that is posted is cleaning based. Yeah. It, it's just something that she enjoys doing and do it. Uh, posting about and just going through a day with it um, but yeah we were cleaning things out and I found this that I've brought with us today from when I was in primary school the Australian Geographic the ex- the exploration of Australia Ooh, that's a fancy looking map yeah look it's a full-on like oh. a one size map I'll just stand up yeah no, that's to, uh, to have a look that's that's a uh, pretty impressive I can see Kirsten's hometown I can see Oh, look, look it's, it's just a pretty great... I've got a similar National Geographic map of a similar size, but it's the uh, Soviet Union. What? <laughs> We've got I, the Communist Manifesto yeah, the Soviet Soviet Union. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really painting a great picture, but that's uh, yeah, a huge map. It is. It's absolutely, it's absolutely massive, isn't it? I've had that since primary school, and I just... I found it, and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, holy shit, I, I still have you this. Should, uh, you should get that framed. I, I think I would get that framed. Uh, is there anything important on the back? Uh, no, just white space. Oh, Blank. So the void. <laughs> the, the void. You draw is your a... own continent and yeah, explore yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I keep the back. You know, it's like those pages that say in medical books or things like that. This oh, page has been intentionally left, left blank. blank. Yep. Just so somebody doesn't freak out. I, I think uh, one thing that's, uh, that bothers me about this map is, and it bothers me about all maps of Australia, is they have the, the big lakes in there. And those lakes are dry for like three out of every four years. I think there needs to be a new way of putting lakes on a map for when the lake is dry. Or the lake what, is dry. So every four years a map appears and there's a new lake on there? No, no, just a different colour. Like, uh, why not... Um, I don't know. We, we, we seem to have sort of like brown and different shadings of that for elevation. Blue is water. Um, the Look, Victoria, Queensland and Western Australia have pink borders. New South Wales and the Northern Territory have purple. We've got green. Uh, yes, and so does Tasmania. And the ACT... What colour is, is there? Uh, yeah, but... It, uh, they, it's a dot. It, it, uh, they, yeah, they haven't really given a real border. So, uh, what colours does that leave off? Maybe like a... Um, red. Yeah, like but maybe like a pastel red. Just like, yeah, this is technically a lake. Yeah, Australia. In the sense that sometimes water might fill this up. Australian Geographic, get your shit together and do some red lakes. Yeah, go back to the 90s and uh, <laughs> make red lakes. Yeah, I just thought that that was That's... a cool little find and it's still, like, it's like brand new. I just, I've never used it. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you've never been really lost and gone like, I need a massive continent-sized map. Yeah, with information. Uh, yeah, well, look, oh, I know, it's going to bend, it's going to bend. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, oh, there we go, hey, saved it. All folded. Saved all it, yep. saved it. It's all good. So, what you're telling us is you would like... Red Lakes 
for or, or just some differentiation so that we know like these are the lakes that are full of water and these are the lakes that are dirt for most of their life but you specifically asked for red well a type of red like, I have something red in my bag what do you have that's red in your bag is this a second thing yeah Okay. Well, it's a surprise second thing oh no <laughs> what's no, red in no, the bag no more things <laughs> please don't let it be another goddamn hat what do you think is in there? I think it's a hat. You could be wrong. I could be, but you're... <laughs> okay. Well, actually, that's probably the most luxurious Santa hat I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Now, not only is it no longer December, but we are well into January. In fact, Christmas was one, two, two weeks and six days ago. Like, th- at this point... You will have noticed I've thrown out the tree. You know, uh, it's uh, it's gone. If I still had the tree, it would be like having a rotting corpse. You know, that would be so sad. Was Christmas two and a, two to three weeks ago, or is Christmas only eleven months away? Ah. It was two to three weeks ago. No, I'm like gonna say eleven months ago. Well, ago, ago. Well, actually, I know there's um uh like. Is it Greek Orthodox or there's there's some branches of Christianity that do their Christmas at different times. There's also Chinese New Year, not related to Christmas, but you could have a tree for that. Well, red is good luck for you know the little Chinese money envelopes. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. this is the Chinese money envelope hat. And it's woolly because it gets cold in the north. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So you're wearing your Chinese money hat. That's what we're calling it. That's it. I really hope that. Well, I mean, I don't hope that we don't have Chinese listeners. I just hope that they're not offended by us deciding. Well, I don't mean any offense. It's actually a Santa hat, but I just think it's appropriate. And look, Uh, if uh, I can do that, I can sort of get it to stand up. Yes. (laughs) It's not a great look. Like, like, would you like me to take a photo right now? And if you get hit by a car on the way home, like that's the you... one they use at your funeral. <laughs> like that's how you know your daughter, who doesn't know you, grows up and knows it's like it's that weird dude smiling in that dumb hat. <laughs> Is that what you want for your legacy? They'll have, a, they'll have to have an A one size frame at the front because the hat will need. To, or they'll have a. Or the hat, the frame will they be that big? It'll cut off, and there'll be a smaller frame on top with just the bobble. Oh yeah, that's one way to solve the problem. Or just not wear that hat. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm tempted to turn off the aircon, <laughs> like just to see you, <laughs> just to see me melt. Yeah. Well, I'll put that away then. So, uh, but getting on to the purpose of this podcast, we have some drinks today. <gasps> now, no how many drinks do we usually have? Three. And sometimes we might have an occasional fourth. And uh, there was the one time that we both brought an occasional fourth, and we had six. No, we five. Had five. Five. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, today we are having. Five. Five? Five drinks. I haven't brought a surprise another five drinks, so it's okay. Okay, that's good, because at ten, we really should book out some more time and maybe the next day off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yes, we've got five drinks to get in today. They're spirit-based, but uh, the spirit is not the feature of the drink. The spirit is not what we're writing. In fact, the spirits are spirits we've already had. Ooh, lovely. The other is what's special about it. It's not pilk, is it? <laughs> no, no. Why? Why would I? Why would I put good whiskey in pilk? Because that's wilk. All right, that's a totally different drink. <laughs> oh, all right? No. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into these drinks. Okay, Jason, so you'll see I've got two standard glasses, which I like to call Collins glasses, mm-hmm. but they're not specifically Collins glasses. Whose glasses are they? 
They're mine. Um, so they're Kieran's glasses. Yeah, no, but Collins is in the style of glass. Oh, okay. So what we're actually trying today is some drink-flavoured syrups that you're meant to add to cocktails uh, to make them a little less complex. So the syrups we've got today are from uh, Monin. I'm assuming that's how you say it because it's French, Monin. And they've been uh, making drinks since 1912. They have their products in 115 countries. And when I had a look at their products, I tried to count, but they have so many different flavored syrups. Jesus. Right? I went down to one of my favorite stores. Can you guess which one it was? Aldi. Yes, it was Aldi again. And uh, they had a five pack of these flavored syrups. On the back, they had a recommendation for how to use one of them. And I kind of thought, well, you know, I've been drinking for a while. I know what I like. I know what flavors I think will go together. So I'm going to mix these with what I think is appropriate. So we are going to start off today. Look at look at this little cute bottle. Look, look at it. Look how little it is. That's yeah, so yeah. tiny. Yep. So is this? Did you just like rob like an airline? Did you like quickly drive to the airport today? And as they were filling out the carts, like give me a whole bunch of those small little. No, bottles? no, no. I mean, I'd, I'd have to have a brain scrape to get into an airport these days. Oh yeah. So and I also bought an eyedropper because <laughs> I, I really want to measure how much we're using because I'm not sure how powerful it is. Ah. We're using this first one as a tester because we've had this cocktail before. Okay. Um, so we should know what it tastes like at this point. Righto. So we are having the Monin Mojito Mint. Ooh, it's so tiny. Yeah, look at it. It's just so little tiny. I'm glad you brought that light box so I could take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny how every time something's really small, we get, everyone just gets excited? Yeah, well, it's it's fun when things are small. Sometimes. 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 There are other things where it's like, it's small and it's kind of like sad, like, you know, when your grandpa shrinks a bit. (laughs) Now, I've decided because we're going five drinks instead of... Oh, do you want to do 30 mil or 20 mil? You're the one who has to drive home. Uh, do 20 mil. 20 mil. And we are going to top it up with the soda with lime from uh, Regal. Ooh. So, yeah. Very Regal of you. Yeah. And uh, we're using my standard cheap-ass rum. All right. Now I'm going to open the bottle of syrup. So I'm not expecting this little bottle to make much noise, but I'm still going to open it in front of the uh, microphone and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, nothing but... Ooh, smell that. Jesus, it's like Colgate. Smells like toothpaste. Yes, it's definitely a spearmint. So I thought we'd try one mil. Okay. Just to start with. Using my medical grade... I drop a here, which I bought brand new today from Priceline. I went to a actual like food store and they didn't have any. This is very clinical, isn't it? I did tell you this was going to be the most scientific episode of drink discussion until we get a scientist in. <laughs> so bad. Now here's the thing. So we've both got one mil of this mint in there each. Yep. I'm going to top it up with the soda and lime. Now okay. this should make a sound. So, uh, top it up with that, and you tell me whether you think it needs more or less. Okay. Because we're going to use this as a basis for the next five flavors. Oh, okay. So this is going in with the other five flavors. Or are you talking this is going to be... This is the first of five flavors. Ah, okay, right. And however much we think we need of mint is how much we'll probably need of everything else. Okay, right. Gotcha. So, just going to do about that much each. Sort of a third and a bit of a glass. 
Very cute bottles. They're so tiny. Yeah. So 50 mils. 50 mil. So I've taken two out of that, so there's 48 left. All right. All right, well, let's uh, chink it. Sink it. I'm not really getting any of the mint. No. All right, so time to add... Another mil. Another mil. I'm getting a bit more of it that time. It dumps the soda down. Okay, I'm getting it there. Yep. All right, do you want to try another half? Just do to... another half. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting that mint now. All right, yeah, two and a half. Two and a half to three. We'll try three on the next and see what happens. Yes. Well, the next one is another rum one. Okay. And uh, look, I think all of the flavors that I've got, uh, with the exception of one, I would say are quite strong flavors. Right. So uh, we'll see how it how it do. But uh, yeah, cute little bottle, cute drink. And uh, I must say, so far, I know that we usually save this until we're done with the drink, but I'm really liking this mojito, even though it's very... It's very like basic. basic. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Okay, so um, here are some key facts about Mernon. So they have six production fi- uh, facilities across the world. Two in France, two in the US, one in Malaysia, and one in China. So right. I'm assuming these came from either Malaysia or China. All right. So they have uh, eight state-of-the-art Monin Studios, Ooh. innovation and training centers. So I'm assuming that's where they like uh, get people to uh, you know learn how to make this kind of thing or or try it, try it or try combos of it. Or are they hiring? <laughs> um, but do you want to move to Malaysia? Can I commute? No. Ah, well, okay. But uh, they have they have eight of them. So they've got Borges, Borges uh, that's not Bruges, but Borges, B O U R G E S. I don't know where that is. I'm assuming in France. Sounds like bourgeois. But that's not how you would spell it. No. Um, Paris, Dubai, Sao Paulo, Clearwater. <laughs> Clearwater, Texas. Uh, and then Dallas. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Shanghai. Shanghai, Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kuala Lumpur. Texas. <laughs> and 123 local studio workshops, which I don't know what they are. They're, 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 uh, they seem secret. Well, look, with flavour, this good. Maybe they're, maybe it's like a whole secret society of... They dropped him on in. Welcome. Would you like to try mojito mint? Oh, <laughs> we have a baguette with it. Uh, why would you have a baguette with a mojito? I don't know. I just like baguettes. I mean, there's better bread. Boggettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something about that is, is deeply wrong. wrong. Yeah. So, um, your daughter passed a milestone recently, right? Six months? Yeah, six months in Chris, uh, just before Christmas just before and Christmas. seven months now. Seven months. Yeah. So, uh, is there any major difference between six and seven months besides you have to remember a different number? Uh, crawling. She crawls now. So, um, you've and got to hide things now. Yeah, she, she loves power cords. Oh. Which makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And the other day she was using one, like, a rope to pull herself across the floor. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty incredible, but also stop touching the power cords and trying to put them in your mouth. Yeah, but how else are you going to get the electricity? <laughs> it's tasty. <laughs> I need electrolytes, and this is where you get them, right? Yeah, I mean, you've seen The Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? Where Electro can, like, see... Yeah. The, maybe, she's, uh, maybe she's Electro, but not blue. <laughs> oh, no. Please, no. Now, speaking of Electro and Spider-Man, you and your wife went out for your first leave-your-kid-with-someone home date. We did, yeah. And you went to see Spider-Man? We did. Yeah. How was it? Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Now, how was it being separated for your child for the first time since she was born? Uh, at the start, 
oh no, we're leaving. But not going to lie, when we got out, it felt kind of nice because you didn't have to worry about pushing a pram or having a nappy bag or pushing a pram or having a nappy bag. Is that what your life has come down to? Time when you were pushing a pram, time when you need a nappy bag and sleep? Yeah. So this was the weird fourth thing. This was the weird fourth thing. Like we held hands. That's gross. Yeah, I know. In public? In public. People saw? I know. And we took my car. There was no baby seat in the back. Oh, so (laughs) way to exclude. I know. Like, (laughs) what the hell? It was so weird, but so great at the same time. I have to admit, absolutely amazing. I mean, the closest thing I can relate to is like, I once took Ted out to see Kirsten, a place she no longer works at. I got there a little bit early she was finishing at 15 so we walked into the store said hello and then I was like oh I'll just walking around the block and when I come back in 15 minutes you'll be ready to go and as we started walking I realised oh no I forgot the poop bags Oh. and no. I always swore I was like I'm not going to be that dog owner who just lets his dog crap and then like I was like you know what it's 15 minutes he's been outside at home most of the day he's probably crapped no in fact Teddy did some really gross diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> like, and this is in a very fancy suburb, posh suburb, like oh, Barnside. No. Anyway, so uh, for, he, he stepped off the footpath to do it, but it was like right at where like the footpath and someone dri- someone's driveway meet. Oh, no. And it was in a little dirt there. So he pooed there and I was just like, okay, I'm going to remember this spot. And I came back the next week doing the same thing and I saw it there. And because it had been a week later, it had time to dry. <laughs> and you picked it up. Yeah, I picked it up. I, I mean, I did the right thing. Yeah, I might have been a week late, but I didn't leave his crap. I don't know whether to congratulate you or also go, the fuck? Well, also, in a posh suburb, I'm surprised that it was not an unnoticeable amount. They let that just sit there for a week. Maybe those people were on holiday. Yes, this was before the plague. Do you ever have that thing, right, where you watch a movie... That's from the past, not during play times. And you're like, where are their masks? Yeah. I, or, or you watch a film now, and it's like, how are you filming that? Where are all these people coming from? Why are they wearing masks? It's weird. I imagine that, uh, you know, they probably put masks on between takes. And you know how, you know, you see behind the scenes of the film, whenever they break, they have someone to come to touch up the makeup. Yeah. They probably have someone come to touch up where, like, the mask lines are yeah. around their face. <laughs> that middle bit's okay, but just a bit above your cheek or between your eyes. This is weird, yeah. This weird line. Although for, like, the the latest uh, Mortal Kombat film, they're already all wearing masks. Like, exactly. That's so fine. It didn't matter, but that was filmed before COVID. Yeah, it was filmed before yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah. You know my brother's in that. Is he? Yes. Please tell me he's doing Yup to the Cup in that. No, he's not doing Yup to the Cup, oh. but he was he's an extra and he's in there for like he was there was a behind the scenes featurette before it came out. Yeah. And he's featured more in that than he is in the yeah. actual film. Oh my god. But he got like 5 grand. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's during like that sort of like underground fight club scene at the start where like the fighter so the you main can actually character. see his face yeah you get a glimpse of him you know he's got he's got a moustache well if he got to purpose. speak he'd get even more money but yes but uh that's what he gets more money from you up to the cup yeah that's uh, fair yeah do you reckon we should try a different bunch of noodles sometime no we only have you up to the cup now okay and then that way we can claim they have royalties different fla- from they, they have different flavors exactly so we should try all of them drink noodle noodles, noodles have like, noodles are like a soup Yup, scushion? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, look, what do you think of this first drink? Monin Mojito Mint. Really, really nice. I, I finished that very quickly. That is beautiful. That's mm. really, really good. Are we rating this one? Yeah, let's rate this. How many little bottles out of 10? Because I enjoyed this this much, 
and it's not my usual type of drink. I don't normally have a syrup-based drink. I'm gonna go an eight and a half, but I'm cautious on whether it will go higher. I'm gonna go for an eight. Actually, just put out your hand. There's a little drip left in the dropper. Taste that pure syrup. Isn't that delicious? I think I prefer it in the drink, but you are right, it still it tastes is, good. It, is still delicious. it still tastes really I think, good. I think that's the thing, if it's a good raw ingredient, it'll be a good mix ingredient. Oh yeah, so I'm so looking forward if you're, to So if you're eight and a half, I'm not quite willing to go that high because it's not the best mojito I've ever had, but it is the best mojito I've had on this show. Well, this is the best mojito I've I've had as a syrup base. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm rating it rather high, but it may go up if the other ones are worse, but it may slightly go down if the other ones go higher. And I am going to rate this an 8.3. All right. So it's still up in that high area. All right, let's move on to our next drink. Woohoo! Hey, it's Jason from Drinkscussion. Thank you so much for listening to the episode so far. I just have two points that we need to bring up just quickly to interrupt the episode. Firstly, we want to just say, make sure that you're drinking responsibly and make sure you are not drinking underage. Don't drink and drive and only drink of the legal age. Know your limits. We want to make sure that you're doing that correctly. Secondly, we want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands that we record on, the Ghana people. We'd like to pay respects to all Ghana people, elders, past, present and emerging. Jason, you ready for all oh, fuck the corner of the table? <laughs> oh my knee! Oh. You okay? All right, I'll just keep going. So, are you ready for the next one? Oh, definitely. This is another one, rum one. Uh, so, we are now going to have coconut. Ooh, coconut. So, we're going to have this again with some. Uh, we're going to have the coconut flavor with the lime okay. soda because uh, I figure that's you know a different kind of tropical lime and the coconut. I don't know. Is what that, that the song? Is that the song? Is that a song? Got the lime and the, the lime and the coconut. I don't know what song you're referencing. No, I can't remember either. But it feels it feels whoever people are listening and they're just wondering what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we're only one drink in at this point. And you've already spilled. It's okay. This rum is cheap. That's what's it's my mixing rum. <laughs> it's so cheap that it doesn't have a website. <laughs> and you know when a spirit doesn't have a website, it's uh, it nasty. I did have a read of that, and uh, it says it's bottled for Pinnacle Drinks, so it'd be Woolworths Group, but then it's Buckeye Caribbean Rum made in France. Yep. Alright, here is the opening of the coconut. So tiny. Yes, so tiny, so cute. So we'll go two and a half. Go two and a half. Smell that. It's potent. Well, give me, me three. Give you three? Go, yeah, go up to three. Okay. I don't know why, but in my head right now, all I feel like as soon as you do the third drop there, I was going to go, and this is Art Attack. I really don't remember Art Attack. You don't? I remember With it was Neil a, Backman? I remember it was a thing, but I don't like remember the theme song or what they did. So my sister-in-law a few years ago, um, through her connections, no idea how she managed it, managed to get a signed drawing for me and Michaela for Christmas from Neil Backman, all the way from the UK. I didn't even like, realize it was from the UK. Yeah, somebody knew somebody who knew somebody who took and got something physically signed and framed and then sent it over. That's uh, that's pretty fancy. Yeah, we have it at home. It's great. And then there was that thing of the other year where the people thought he was Banksy and I had a heart attack. So I'm like, fuck me, if he's Banksy, I've got a fucking expensive painting in my house all of a sudden. But then he wasn't. No, the guy, one of the guys from the band Massive Attack is Banksy. That's yeah. like a known thing. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, someone accidentally let it slip on Triple J one time. Ooh. So this is a, 
Coco. That is what it says on the. Well, I was gonna say it's not a pina colada because there's no pineapple, but it's like a lima colada. <laughs> it's, it's just a pina. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, drink it. Yep. And then sink the pina. Hmm. Okay. This one feels a bit more artificial to me. Like I can tell it's not real coconut. It reminds me of um. It's damn close though. What's that rum that has the coconut in it? Coconut rum? Malibu. Which is weird because I feel like coconut's more of like a island thing and Malibu is like on the California coast. Even though it tastes more artificial, it's still, it is incredibly close. It really feels like I'm having coconut shavings. Re- really? Well, see, I'm not really big on coconut. I, um, outside of like a, the square thing, lamingtons. The, or like a coconut slice? No, I don't do coconut slice. Oh, okay. No. Oh. If something's got coconut on it, I tend to go like, oh, I'll skip that. Well. Yeah. You're gonna really regret that because today you bought a coconut hat as I another. I bought dog. a giant. No, I didn't think, but that would have been great if I bought a coconut hat. Yeah, I mean, would it? Maybe a coconut bra. Like coconut is uh, it tends to be underwear when it's uh, worn as clothing. Maybe I should buy one online and get a coconut hat sent. It would have to be a pretty big coconut to cover the whole coconut, you know? Yeah. Well, could be coconut. The biggest coconut hat you've ever seen. Yeah. Do you want to know some more about morning? Yes, please. So, here's the next two of their morning key facts. So, they have six ranges and 19 formats. What? (laughs) Yeah, that's just what they say. Six six ranges. Six ranges. So, ranges of product. So, their products, they have uh, syrups, fruits, and vegetable mixes slash preparations, concentrates, frappes and smoothies, gourmet sauces, liqueurs, tea syrups, sugar-free syrups, and Paragon Cordials. Now, when I count all of that, that's actually... That's nine. That's nine. That's nine. That's, uh... And what did you say the other thing that's was that not, that's, That seems more like nine ranges. Well, 19 formats. I feel like format, they could mean, like, sizes. Because surely you can get this in bigger than a 50ml bottle. Probably. But what was that other thing you said? Floor mats? Well, they probably have a lot of floor mats at their various factories. I did say that they had six production facilities. But you did say they had floor mats, though. Yeah, floor mats. Oh, floor mats. That's why I'm, like, querying. I'm like, you're, you're missing... Like, it's a key thing here of floor mats. If this company is selling floor mats, I want one. Well, so, okay, so if they've got nine, and then you count the tea syrups and the sugar-free syrups as part of the syrups. So that's um, nine, eight, seven. That's seven. So maybe the uh, frappes and the vegetable mix, or the frappes and the concentrates are the same thing. Maybe. I don't know. They just seem to be uh, a, a little bit uh, fast and loose with the truth. Well, who doesn't like being a bit of fast and loose with the truth? Yeah, here's, here's the next thing. They have 150 flavours. Holy fuck. Yep. 150? Do you imagine buying that in a gift pack? i got you this gift pack! <laughs> Let me calculate that. So 150 flavours times 50 mils. So that's 150... That's 5 litres. Times 50. So that's 5 litres. 5 litres. So that's about 5 kilos. Because, uh, you know... Uh, a milliliter, a yeah. gram, right? Actually, no, seven, seventy, seven, five hundred. So seven and a half liters. So seven and a half kilograms. Plus, there'd be a bit of bottle weight in there. So let's round that up to let's say fifteen kilograms. I reckon I would carry. I would carry that in. I can lift like thirty something kilos straight over my head. I'm fine. Yeah, but still, like lifting fifteen kilos just as a, like here's a gift. The gift of here, Grandma. I got you some syrups for cooking. What? Oh my God, Sonny! <coughs> Oh, for the benefit of everyone listening, Jason leant over on his chair as part of the comical bit there, but you can't see it. Yeah, it was... It was like, good commitment. It was, it was commitment. If someone gave me all 150 flavours, 
my main problem with them would not be the weight. It would be like, where do I put them all? Like, get a spice rack, and instead of spices, put those in it. Or a syrup rack. A syrup rack. And but yes, then also it might attract ants because oh. they are a syrup. Yeah, but then when people come around, they might want to go, "Oh, can I see your syrup rack?" And they'll be like, "What? You want to see my rack? What?" <laughs> it is very syrupy. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you feeling the coconut? I'm gonna give this one. I'm I'm pretty happy with a solid seven and a half. Seven and a half. For me, I'm going to go six point six. And just remembering, we put a little bit extra mm. of syrup in this. Yeah, uh, though I mean, I'm, coconut's never going to be my favorite. And that's all right. And that does it for the rum. Ooh. All right. I'm going to watch this uh, eyedropper and uh, we'll get on to our next flavour. All right, Jason, I'm sure you're wondering what the next flavour is. Um, can I take a guess? Sure. Orange. Orange would go well with gin. Oh, it would. Now you can see the colour of the liquid of the bottle. It's sort of like a yellowish. It's not tea. orange. I can tell you that. It's not orange. Is it lemon? No. I would just use a lemon. People don't need lemon syrup. Lemons make their own syrup. If you can hear that, that's a plane. Yes. Alright, one more guess. Think about what flavours might go in a gin. I don't know why my mind was like, quince paste. That's not right. Uh... <laughs> yes, I'm going to put goddamn quince paste in <laughs> the gin. the top of quince paste. <laughs> this is the uh, biggest... Passion fruit. No, this is elderflower. Ah. Oh. Elderflower is going in gin. So we've got, a, got Gordon's, the birthday bottle that you gave me. Hey. If you want, you can do the little uh, snap off the top of that one. All right, let's, let's hear the snappy. Tiny little snip. Wow, that smells like syrup. In a good way or a bad way? In a medium way. It's <laughs> very strong. Oh, that is strong. Okay, maybe we'll definitely do two and a half. Yeah, this. do two and a half on that. Then uh, we'll introduce the tonic, which is, once again, a regal mixer. But it's straight tonic this time. Yep, straight tonic. No uh, ifs, and or buts. I've always been of the uh, mindset that it doesn't matter how you make it. If it tastes good, then it's fine. You know, you don't need to, you know, oh, I got this elderflower from the elderflower region of France, and it's... Uh, or stand there flipping the fucking bottles in the air for 25 minutes and throwing shit around. It's like, can you just put the stuff in the drink and give it to me and then I'll tell you whether I like it or not. It's like, you ever seen that thing where those uh, guys with like the ice cream cone and they do like the whole, like try to give you the ice cream cone, but the ice cream's still attached to the stick and they pull it back? Yeah, I think it's funny for other people, but if that was me, I'd be like, seriously, just give oh, me no, the I saw a video cream. of a guy who beat one of those guys because like they'll put the cone in your hand, but it's two cones stacked. So he just starts eating the spare cone. <laughs> and they don't like it when you do that, so they just like, oh, here, have your ice cream. Well, that's all I want. I'm like, I don't want the tricks. I want the food. Like, I've come here to taste the good food. Hopefully you're here also to drink the good drink. I am here to drink the good drink. And talk the good talk. And I've been trying to reach you about your car insurance. <laughs> um, I have that sorted through my salary sacrifice. Okay. I'm here to talk to you about the word... The word... Of God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should know it. I wrote it. I am God. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, see how elderflowery this elderflower gin and tea is. Ooh. Got a bit of a bite to it. I don't know whether that's the gin, though. No, that's not the gin. No? No, that's not the gin. It's interesting. It's um, a bit more, I guess, savory than other elderflower I've had. Yeah. This might be more maybe pure elderflower than like a sweetened elderflower or an elderflower liqueur that they sometimes add. I wonder what else you could put the elderflower with instead of gin, though. 
Yes, but we've already put it in the gym. I know, I know. I'm just, it's it's a mystery. It is a mystery. You'll have to go buy some yourself. Yeah. Because I'm taking this home. No, because no, Kirsten really wants those little mini bottles. I know, they're really sweet, aren't yeah. they? You ever seen an elder flower? No. It's like a regular flower, but it has a walking stick. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah it, it took me a moment. I'm like, why are we giving flowers? Oh, I was when I was a young flower. <laughs> <laughs> when I was just a seed, I was willing to grow. And now that I'm old, I'm tired, and you young seedlings are not doing a good job at growing. Wow, that is a, a bloomer mindset. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we thinking? This one is nice. I think this is a good. Um, this this could be paired with something as a as a meal. Yeah, like bread. I just want a baguette. You you make vegetarian life seem so bland. Like I'm not encouraged to give up meat by your constant support of bread. Okay, right. You want to know what we had for uh, dinner last night? Yep. Okay, we had a teriyaki stir fry, and the tofu was covered in a batter and then fried in a wok, and then there was um, rice, carrots, broccoli, obviously the teriyaki sauce. It was incredible. Today for lunch, we had a bunch of sushi. We had like $60 worth of sushi for lunch. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of gross, but all right. What? Oh, yeah, because you don't eat fish, but there was no fish involved. Yeah, but the seaweed is still kind of gross. Oh, well, that's your problem, isn't it? It, It's it's a gross food for most people. Whatever. There, Michaela has oats for breakfast. Uh, What did we have the other night? At Christmas, we still had a roast. And we had vegetables. Yeah, I mean, yes. You, wait, you had a roast and vegetables. Don't you mean you had roast vegetables with roast vegetables? No, no, no. We had a soy roast. Is a soy-based roast? Is soy soy is a bean, right? Are beans yeah. vegetables? Yeah. So it's a vegetable. Well, they're like a lentil. Yes, but, but you uh, can have lentil. Michaela makes a great dal. Uh, we have. Uh, uh, they are classed as vegetables. Oh, there you go. So you had vegetable roast with a side of vegetables. Well, it's the way it's made. Come round, I'll show you. And don't say no, because I know where you live. I'll bring it to you instead. (laughs) I have had a vegetarian roast before, and it's not bad, but it's no roast pork. I'm a roast pork man. And that's right, that's your choice. That that is my choice. But uh, I feel like vegetarian food needs to uh, work on its marketing. Actually, for Christmas, my mum got some mock pork. Some mork. Some mork, yeah, mock pork. And mixed it with chickpeas and a bunch of other little vegetables with some sauce I don't know what the sauce was from memory and she put it into a baked butternut pumpkin hollowed out and then we also had it in squash as well she cut the squash out and put it in that oh so good yeah so good Ah, oh, and then we ate it all and it was gone. That, that's usually what happens to food <laughs> when, it is, when it's eaten. Now, before we uh, give the drink a rating, do you want the last two Monin key facts? Give me one. We've got to save one for the next one. Oh, actually, there, is a, there was a secret oh, okay. fact after that. So I'll just give you one. So 75% of their sales are exporting it to other countries. 75%? Yeah. Holy shit. But that also means that 25% of their products... Are drunk in France. Now I want you to keep that fact in mind because that's going to come in later. With okay, I, I'm still in. It's incredible. Seventy five percent is imported somewhere else. Yeah. Or exported. Well, exported from their factories to somewhere else. Yes, that's incredible. Although with having a factory in the U.S., China, that's you know close to almost two billion people. So that means that three quarters of the world are drinking more than one quarter of the world. <laughs> well, we are Australian. We are making up for it. Yes, true. So, how many uh, mini bottles are you giving this elderflower? Um, I'm going to give it a seven. 
Yeah, I'm dropping down a little bit. I prefer the coconut and the mojito mint. Uh, so, um, oh, what did I give the um, coconut? I don't remember. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem with a drinking podcast. We know? forget yeah. halfway through. Look, I'm going to say this is this for me is something I enjoy more than that, more than the coconut. I think this is definitely a different type of drink. The other two are like summer slammers. Oh, yeah. 100%. This one is like a, a summer sipper. Summer sipper? Yeah. So I think because it's a summer sipper, I'm giving this one an eight. This an is eight? an eight for me. Yeah. So summer sipper and a summer slammer. So SS. Oh, no, actually, no. <laughs> no, let's not call them SS. Why don't we just call them a s? A s. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Let's call them s. Would you like a s with your s? I feel like I've gone to uh, the uh, snake bar. Is that actually what... I'm pretty sure that's from Harry Potter. I think yeah, that's how it's pronounced, but... That's not a bad one. And that is the only one that's going with gin. Oh, that's the only one that's going with gin. Yep. Okay, all right. The next two I've decided are whiskey. Whiskey! And we have our great drink discussion decanter. Woohoo! And uh, I've sort of realised how am I going to pour from that into a little uh, measuring thing, but I am just going to. We're just going <laughs> to figure it out as we go. Yep. So uh, with that in mind... Let's move on to our next drink. Yeah. Hey Jason, what's this sound? It sounds like ice. Yeah, that's right. The next drink is methamphetamine. Fuck off. I don't want <laughs> no, no. meth. I'm not having meth. No, we're not having I've meth. I've had my meth today. Oh, okay. Um, you have it with your toothpaste in the morning. That's how you do your teeth, right? Yes, if you want to brush them right <laughs> off. Uh, so, no, what we are having uh, next is a bit of whiskey on ice. We're going to do a little less of the syrup in this one because there's no uh, sort of neutral sort of mixing fluid in there, no tonic. Um, although I do have some ginger ale. We might decide that these might be spiced up with a bit of ginger ale, Ooh. dry ginger ale. So uh, the whiskey we have is a 12-year-old single malt scotch, which usually I wouldn't mix, but I'm more of a fan of blends than single malts when it comes to scotch. So the drink is going to be based off an old-fashioned. The old-fashioned as a cocktail is basically uh, whiskey with a twisted uh, orange peel in there, a bit of bitters, and sometimes a sugar cube. What flavor do you think this is? Uh, raspberry. No, but you are very close. Uh, well, you moved your finger and I could see the word. It's cherry. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yes, it is. It is cherry. So we're going to start off by pouring our whiskey. Cherry ripes into our drinks. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, cherry ripe is sometimes... Like, sometimes I like cherry ripe, sometimes I don't. What about the double the double layered like dark chocolate cherry ripe? I can't say I've had it. No? No. Missing out. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind next time I'm... Uh, Looking at the cherry ripes and thinking, oh, I'm missing out. There we go. A perfect amount of scotch in the bottom of the glass. I will just put the plug in the jug. I was hoping that would make more of a sound. Like a boop. Or a little dunk. Anyway, here is the cherry. Let's pop the cherry. You're talking about putting a plug back in and popping cherries. Hey, that's, uh, that's just how we do in drink discussion. I'm going to go one mil. One mil? Now, we're going to be able to clearly see how much this changes the colour of the liquid. From, like, a bright, goldy brown colour. Oh, you can look at that swim. Whoa. It's a good thing we're vampires, isn't it? I oh. thought that was just regular murdering I was doing, not murdering <laughs> for bloodlust. Oh, maybe I'm just the vampire and maybe you're just the regular murderer. Give it a little shake around. Wow, that really changed the colour. Now it's like a pinky. Yeah. I didn't even smell the bottle. Ooh. Don't mind that. 
it's not as I'm not uh, getting much. It's not as aggressive as I thought it might be. So we might want to have a, uh, another five point five mils. Well, let's chink it and sink it and see how we go. Or sip it. Sip it. I didn't get anything. Man. I didn't get anything. All right. Top her up. More cherry syrup. Seeing as I didn't get anything at all, I'm gonna go for another full mil. Full mil? Ooh, look at that pour in there. And for those listening, unfortunately, this is the boring bit, isn't it? Yeah. Look, this is. Uh... This is the scientific bit. This is like the Large Hadron Collider happening in front of us. We're smashing particles into one another, just drink form. What happened to your cherry? Did you pop it? Oh, look, I don't know what's happening to the cherry. The cherry's all over the place. <laughs> Alright, let's uh, give it another swizzle. That's a nice sound. Yeah. I hope. Now I'm getting it. It's, it's mellow, mellowed down the scotch. I don't think one mil's enough. No. I, th I think this we might have should have gone to two and a half, but we had a little drink and we've gone to two. It should be fine. Yeah. Cherry syrup. My first assumption was this is going to be overpowering. You know, you've had cherry coke. I've had Dr Pepper cherry. Um, so have I. Yeah, the cherry can be very much like. Let me just like smash your face in on this desk made of cherry. You know. It's... I wonder if that's how the discussion went at Dr Pepper headquarters. You know, Mr Pepper, as we call him, mm. uh, walks in and says, "What flavors are there?" And we're thinking cherry, and he's like. Fucking cherry. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Well done, Cherry Tim. Maybe that's what he called him. Like, I'm painting a picture here. He's walked in and he's like in a full. So I'm imagining Dr. Pepper as a walking talking can and Cherry Tim as a man with a cherry for a head. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, ah, oh, that's a great idea. Then just smashes his head and like, fucking, I love cherry. <laughs> and then like all the other flavors are sitting around the table, like Mr. Orange and Mrs. Pineapple at the end. Mrs. Pineapple needs to get the hell out of Dr. Pepper's way. There's no room for that. No, no. And then, you know, the, the CFO who deals with all the finances is, is a beetroot. Because, you know, everyone everyone doesn't want a beetroot drink, but they know how valuable they are, so they keep them on the board. You know, so that you've got oranges, beetroot, cherries, Mr. Pepper himself. And then there's the old guy who still owns a lot of shares, and that's Mr. Tobacco. Because yeah. despite the fact he's not popular and no one likes him. He's still, still makes, there. He still makes a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's a really painted picture of yeah. how the, the Mr. Pepper... So, Kirsten, if you're listening, we want the Dr. Pepper boardroom meeting <laughs> painting by next episode, you're wrong. Sort of, sort of like the dogs doing poker. But the the food's having a boardroom <laughs> discussion. Now, are you ready for another Monin key fact? Yes, please. So, they have 750 employees worldwide, including right. 300 in France. Ooh. Ooh. Now, I can give you one more fact and save the special last fact for the last drink. How's that? Let's yeah. do that, yeah. Let's do that. So, uh, in 2019, now, I'm going to say this is a bit of a uh, error, but I'm going to say it as it's written. They saw uh, 100 millions bottles sold in 2019. I'd say it's a typo, but 100 million bottles of these? Well, no, but they have bottles in different sizes. Oh, okay. That's still a lot of bottles. In fact, when I was looking on their website to uh, link it to our website, drinkscussion.com, most of their bottles were actually slightly bigger than this. They were uh, 70 centiliters. Okay, so 75 mils. 70 mils. Or 70 mils. A centiliter is 10 mils. But you can also get it in even smaller amounts. Um, but what would you rate this one? Because I already know mine. This is a solid eight. Solid eight? Solid eight. Uh, I'm going to stick this at the seven and a half again. Seven and a half again? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to, once again, rinse out my measuring device and we'll get on to the final flavor. The final flavor.
Alright Jason, this is the sound of the final ice. Although, I did want to suggest a sixth bonus drink. <laughs> you wanted to? Yeah, I got an idea. I, I think six could be a little bit too much, considering our standard is three, with the occasional fourth, and that one time we had five. And now we're having five on purpose. Yes. Look, what I think we'll do is, you know I've got that great liquor cabinet, and there's some other spirits in there which we haven't had today. What I was going to say for six drink, you could choose... Uh, within reason, there are some bottles there that I'm saving. Uh, any spirit for any. Oh, this syrup. is a special occasion. I'm yeah. allowed to pick a bottle. You're allowed to pick a bottle. Oh, if you you might we might go over there and you'll be like that one. I'll be like no, not that one. Yeah, <laughs> you may choose that one bottle, which I'm not telling you which it is, and you must figure it out. Anyway, I'm going to pour this whiskey in the glass, and then we'll get on to our final flavour. So, do you want to have a guess? I haven't even bought the bottle out. Oh yeah, you but, haven't. But you might have been able to tell that our flavours have been going darker in colour as you've gone along. Oh, blueberry? Blackberry? No. Raspberry? Not a berry, not a fruit. Not, not a fruit. So we've had four things which are plants. This next one is a flavour, not a plant. Oh, okay. I honestly don't know. I'm going to have to see the colour of the bottle well, for me to determine exactly what I believe it could be. What on earth is that? Caramel. Hey, I got it. Yeah, you got it. I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let you go on the salted bit because that's close enough. It's salted caramel. Woo. So I'm gonna go for two mils of this in each. You know how there's those like foods or drinks that we don't like. Yeah. Yeah, caramel is one of them for me. Really? I'm just not a big fan of caramel. Oh, Kirsten's allergic. Is that why you got out today? Because she's not here. Yep. <laughs> you know it... my wife is allergic to pineapple. Really? Yep. I, and I know exactly how allergic she is to pineapple. How too. allergic? Oh my god, yeah, I can smell that already. Ooh, that's strong. Yeah. But yeah, I know exactly how allergic to pineapple she is. Anyone know how I know? Is this how you're telling me that she's dead? <laughs> no. No. Uh, I, I tested for about 10 years. Different variations. So I've worked out that I... She, she did this first one on her own. So she figured out that she can't have pineapple in a cosmetic product. Otherwise, yep. that causes a, like a rash pretty much instantly. That was her own figuring out. Yep. Then we figured out that I can't eat pineapple on any food and then kiss her straight away. Right. It has to be... I've worked out it's about 10 minutes after and she seems to be okay. Pineapple in a drink, but I've got to have something else after and then I can kiss her. I've tested this over a, lot, like, over a decade. It, it and when I told her this, she's like, have you been secretly trying to kill me? I'm like, no, I was just genuinely curious because... I didn't believe how allergic you were well, to I, pineapple. I mean... And you haven't had... It, but if it's just a rash and not like a throat closing over the thing? No, she gets like numb lips occasionally. Oh, okay. But like... Well, the pineapple is highly acidic. Sorry, right. It's not like I was going to... She has a nut allergy and I'm like, here, try this peanut. Well, my, uh, my brother's former partner uh, once ate a cashew four hours before seeing him and kissed him and he went to hospital. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, some allergies are serious. I'm glad well, that you didn't kill your wife. <laughs> I can't say what you did was very ethical, but you know, I mean, if it's just a skin service allergy, then it should be fine. Yeah, yeah. and I was just cu I was curious because I knew did she Did you have just... an EpiPen on hand? No. <laughs> All right, well, let's drink this before you incriminate yourself further. <coughs> what? Did you drink it wrong? Or are you really not liking it? Would you oh, like there's a... the salted caramel. <laughs> 
Would you like a bit more? <laughs> Maybe a bit more salted caramel for me, please. All right, I'll, t- I'll, I'll put you up to three mils. I'm on two. I took a I took a bigger sip out of that, and all I got. Well, what are we having again? What's in our um, uh, scotch? Scotch. All I got was scotch straight up, and then after was the lingering taste of caramel. All right, uh, let's... give that a little swizzle. You mean it's really a sipper? It's not a. That's better. Yeah. There's a lot of flavour going on in my mouth right now. Now, are you ready for another modern key fact? Do you want me to like bring it in like a wrestler gets brought out onto a stage? No, no. Coming in at 25 words or less, it's another modern fact today on Drink Discussion! (laughs) Alright, so each day, 8 million drinks are made with modern products around the world. Holy fuck! All right, so 8 million drinks times... Uh, 365. Oh, well, let's go. My phone calculator says 2.92E9. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the computer calculator. I'm just making sure I've got the right number of zeros. So I'm going to go 366 because it was a leap year two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just go with 365. So 2 trillion... Nine hundred twenty billion. <laughs> That's a lot of dr- alcoholic drinks. Well, made. I mean, all other drinks that are made with their syrups. But of that, only twenty-five percent of those drinks are happening in, <laughs> in, in uh, the US, in China, in France, and in Malaysia. Fuck, we are a big drinking country, aren't we? Or everywhere else is a big drinking place. We're all just one. We're, it's just really, it's just five Australians. Earth is drinking a lot. Perth. I thought you said oh, Earth is drinking no, a lot. Earth, oh. Earth is drinking a lot. Like you know this planet that we're on, <laughs> spaceship Earth. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I am enjoying is now that I've had a little bit more salted caramel on this, and the flavour is starting to to meld a bit, th- meld a lot better. This is better. Um, salted caramel, caramel, still not my favourite. Yep. Or again, for American listeners, was it caramel? Caramel. Caramel. It's still not my favourite. I think I would have to put this at the bottom of the ones I've tried to add. No, actually, above the cherry. Above the cherry? I think I'd put it above the cherry, and I can't remember what I rated the cherry. Alright. I think I said a 7, so I'm going to go a 7.3. Alright, for me, I'm putting this at a 9. This is... 9. ...an excellent drink. It reminds me of, like, a, a Drambuie or Dubliner, one of those whiskey liqueurs. Almost perfect. Well, if, if this is the five-pack, yeah? Yep. And we're having one of these with any of the ones out of your liquor cabinet now. Yeah. But we... I'm going to let you choose. Oh, okay. Are we going to rate that one or is that just for funsies? That's just a funsy one. So okay, well, I need to reevaluate my rating All right. overall. I'll I... give you a moment and you can edit out the moment. Well, I've thinking. already placed them in order of how much I like them. And that's conveniently... The order in which we had them? Almost the order that which we've had them. Okay. So the Mojito Mint, I'm going to bump that up to a solid nine. Yep. That was good. The Coconut, I'm bumping up to an eight and a half. The elderflower, I'm bumping up to a seven and a half. Uh, sorry, wait, hang on, no, eight. Sorry for elderflower. Salted caramel is seven and a half, and the cherry is a seven. Okay, well for me, I think my order is caramel, mojito, elderflower, cherry, coconut, and I'd say that they're all above a seven. All above a seven. All above a seven with the. Uh, keep in mind that we did combine these with different liquors. We did, and they they could probably go with any other liquor. Or I just sort of put them with what I think they were most commonly matched with, and you can see there's a little bit of difference in each bottle of what, how much we took out of each of them. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we take a short pause while you can decide what you want to try with what? Let's do it. 
So, Jason, this uh, mysterious sixth drink, a drink discussion <laughs> record. What is it? It is a Jose Huavo tequila with mojito mint from Monin. All right, so how much do you want to put in there? I'm starting off with one mil. I enjoyed the two and a half from our original. Did we do yeah. two and a half of the original? Uh, we did two and a half, yeah, when it was yeah. rum, which is a proper mojito. What we're having, I believe, we would call a dirty mojito. Well, let's do two then. Well, no, we can still go one and a half. No, do two. Just two? All yeah. Right. It's not a very good eyedropper if you have to take the suction bit off I, the I'm end. doing that just so to get rid of like the bits that's caught behind the bubbles. Ah. I mean, to be fair, this is meant to be for medicine. I've only used it for alcohol. <laughs> so there's a there's your lesson out. This is your PSA for this week, all right? If you've got a medical device and you're using it for alcoholic reasons... Don't. I was going to say, like, don't then go on to use it for medical reasons. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. How much? Halfway? Yeah, go halfway. All right. Yeah, that's good. All righty, well... I didn't say when for you. Keep pouring. <laughs> that's not how this works. We drink the same shit, all right? This is, this is not like out-drink discussion. It's, it's drink session where we drink the same things as equals. Let's uh, try this dirty mojito. Ooh... Whoa, that's got a kick to it. That's but a, a, but good a good choice, yeah. A good kick. Oh my. I was a little bit worried about that at first, and then I've had it, and it's great. This is nice. That's a that's not a bad creation. So, uh, Mojito Mint, Jose Cuervo, Silver Tequila, bit of uh, lime soda. Mm-mm. Good stuff. So, for those listening, where can we buy the Monin drinks? So, if you're in Australia, you can try your local Audi, but I'm currently looking at their website, and they have a select... The country that you're in, so we yep. know where to set, you know where to get from. Australia's not on the list. Not on the list. Not on the list. But we already know where to get it. Yeah, we going to get it out of here. So if you're one of our rare American listeners, well, not rare. A few more people have been listening from America. So hello to everybody from the US. Uh, you're also not on the list. So I guess there's a factory there. Go to the factory. <laughs> but look, I can tell you who you can get it from in Rwanda. Yeah, all right. In Africa. Where can you get it from Rwanda in Africa? Uh, they say, sorry, we have no distributors in this selection. <laughs> Do they not distribute? Are they just lying with everything? I, I, I'm, I'm feeling less and less confident that this is a real drink. <laughs> oh, look, in Belgium, they get it from, you can get it from Jet Import. Their address is Menestrat 215-8930 Lau. Their contact is... Alain Vervoort. Uh, the phone number is plus three two five six five zero nine seven four zero, and you'll get Alain there uh, in Belgium. And uh, that's their their website is jetimport.eu. Let's try Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Yeah, let's try it. Why not? So they're from Art Coffee LLC, Ahmed Rajabli Street, twenty three L one two three Baku, Azerbaijan. Contact is Anar Guliev. Email anar at espresso.az. Ooh, well, at least the last bit's easy. Yeah. Uh, phone number plus 994-564-2286. And if anyone's worried, this information is all on the Morning website. So clearly these people... Yeah, are, if, you, if yeah. you haven't caught that, just go to the website, type it down, ring Belgium or Azerbaijan, get yourself an order, or go to Aldi. <laughs> yeah, and, and just hope that you come across the little five-pack there. Yeah. I'd like to know where I can get it in Latvia, please. Latvia? Yes. Latvia, Gemos Sia. Uh, Mukasadas AES-73, LV-1, 
2004 Riga, Latvia. That's the address. Uh, the contact is Ava, or it's either Ava or Leva. No, I think it's Ava. Ava Treya. The email is Ava at gemos.lv. Phone number plus three seven one six seven seven zero two seven seven seven. Okay, well, I think that's enough for our listeners yes. to figure out where to get it from. So we got Belgium, Azerbaijan, Latvia, Latvia, and Aldi. Yes, but Aldi's worldwide. But I think out of these drinks today, the the mixer for me is the mojito mint, straight off the bat. It, it is it's a great, fantastic. It is a great mixer, but I'm a sucker for scotches. There you go. And you might have your own favorite. In fact, you might like a morning that is not one of the five we've tried. And if you'd like to know where to send us a bottle, if you have one, please reach out to us through our Instagram, Drink Discussion Official. Yeah, or you could get our email, which is uh, contact at, at drinkscussion.com. Uh, and we also have a little contact thing on our website, which is just uh, drinkscussion.com. Yeah, exactly. Well, what an interesting syrupy day we've had. Thank you, Monin, for these fantastic syrups. Anyway, for drink discussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Please recycle your bottles, no matter how small. Hi there. Thank you for listening to Drink Discussion. I'd just like to remind you that Drink Discussion is recorded, produced, and created by Jason Voigt and Kieran O'Day. Copyright 2022.